Sneaker Love, a podcast paying tribute to our mutual love of sneakers. The game may be flawed, but the love and culture will always be pure. And now, your host with Sneaker Love, Matty Ice. Much love, everybody. Welcome back to Sneaker Love with Matty Ice. I am, of course, your host, Matty Ice, and this is a Matty Ice Media Network production. Happy December, everybody. I hope everybody is out there spreading as much love, whether it's in the sneaker world or whether it's in your personal life or your regular life. I hope you're spending as much time spreading as much love and positivity as you can. This is the time of year where we need to be doing a lot more of that. One of the reasons I started this show was obviously to be able to spread love to more people in the sneaker community and really to spread love about sneakers themselves. And I just used a very, very key word there that is going to be what I'm honing in on in this episode. But first, of course, before we get started, a little bit of business. If you want to connect with me about sneakers on Instagram, it is Matty Ice Sneakers. Many of you who listen already do that. And a big thank you to you. This is a really hot time for sneakers. And right now, there are just so many great shoes coming out. And there's a lot to talk about. Uh, but that's a way to connect with me there. If you want to find me on Twitter, it is at Matty Ice Media. That, of course, is if you want to hear about the other podcasts that we're doing and just kind of hear me shoot the shit a little bit about everything related to my life, not just sneakers. And, of course, if you are interested in the other podcasts that we do here on the network, it is MattyIceMedia.com to find those. So I mentioned a word in there that is going to be the topic of today's episode, and it's community. Uh, One of the things that got me into sneakers in the first place was the fact that I felt as if there was something for everybody. That sneakers was so inclusive based off of all of the choices that you had that it was almost impossible to sort of exclude people based off of the fact that there were just infinite number of choices. Like you don't have to like the same thing that I like. And what I have noticed, of course, like with many things, people seem to like the same thing. So of course, whether it's retail, whether it's the replica market, people are gravitating toward the same types of shoes, the Travis Scott's of the world. Any of the off-whites now, especially since Virgil Abloh is no longer with us, uh, things of that nature. Obviously, there's a lot of hype around shoes. There's a lot of hype around certain collaborations and certain silhouettes, and people generally tend to gravitate toward those things. However, if you want to be a sneakerhead, you don't necessarily have to buy into all those same things. And to me, one of the things that makes sneakers, one of the things that makes sneakers so unique, is the fact that there is supposed to be a sense of community around it. But the more I look into it and the more I search in depth about it, I feel as if there isn't as much of a sense of community anymore. And I think that that's something that we need a little bit more of in the sneaker world. Because what I find now is it's very much an us versus them mentality. And it doesn't necessarily just boil down to the fact, well, I wear authentic in retail, you wear replicas. It's really everything. I'm Nike, you're Adidas. I'm Travis, you're not. All of these kinds of things. And I feel as if there is a lot of hate that sort of swirls around. But of course, in the retail market, there's a lot of communities that exist to try and beat the market. And that's really, I think, a great thing in a lot of ways. However, what I have noticed is that a lot of these bot beaters, as I call them, they're really just trying to get pairs for retail so that they can then go and resell them. And I think that is part of the problem. I've mentioned many times on this show that the resale market is really the crux of why I think we are where we are in today's sneaker world. Yes, it makes a lot of people some money, and that's a great thing for people, like no shade at all, but it does make it impossible for a lot of us quote-unquote regular sneaker heads to really try and get the shoes that we want. And so there are a lot of companies out there that have created themselves, well, they've created a market really for people to go 
and essentially become one of the botters, to become one of those people who can cop almost instantly without really having to do any of the work. But there's one thing that most of those companies lack, and it's a true sense of community. And I think that is something, again, that's sorely needed in today's sneaker world. It's so awesome, and you probably have a story or maybe even a moment in your life where you have been around somebody else or a group of individuals that have had the same love of shoes that you do. Perhaps you roll up to a random party or you're coming to something where there's mutual friends and there's a lot of other people involved, and all of a sudden you look down and you see a fresh pair of Jordans, you see a fresh pair of Travis Scotts, whatever it is, whatever it is that piques your interest, and now you have a mutual love there. And I talk about that in the intro to this show, their mutual love of sneakers. When you get into that sense of community, it makes you feel like you belong. And I think so much of what we're striving for in life is to be seen. That's really the goal of a lot of things. Like, think about it in in this perspective. Everybody that has a YouTube channel, they're not doing it for their own health. They're not doing it because it's something that they love. I mean, sure, it is something that they like to do. But at the very end, what are they looking for? They're looking for your eyes. They're looking for your clicks. And this show is not immune from that, by the way. I am looking for your listening ears and I am looking for your your sponsorship, basically, because I do this because I want to make something out of it and I want to be heard by you. And I don't think that there is anything nefarious about that. I think it's just an innate part of human nature. We all want to be seen. We all want to be recognized and feel loved. Right. And so when you have a when you have that sense of community around something, it adds value to it. And so while there may be a lot of communities out there who are existing to help you get shoes for retail, many of them are lacking the emotional attachment, the emotional quality of being able to relate with other people that have a very similar interest to you. And by doing so, it's causing, in my mind, a lot of division in the sneaker world. And there are two places I feel like that that do this very, very well. First of all, and again, if you're not somebody who shops or you know condones replica wear and all that, I don't have any judgment for you. It doesn't matter to me. Obviously, you know, I have the 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 disclaimer at the end of this to say that I don't condone the purchase of it and all that, and that's basically a, a CYA kind of a thing. But if you do purchase replicas and you've been a part of that community, you do notice that there is something of a community surrounding that. I've met a lot of really great people through that community, a lot of really great people who support this show and support this network, and that's a wonderful thing. And we all have the same thing in common. We love sneakers, and it doesn't really matter how we get them. We know that we love them. And that's the thing, though. If you're holding a pair of replica shoes and you're holding a pair of authentic shoes in the same hands, right, your same hands, and you look at both of them, is there really a different love for one or the other? I really don't think so. I think you love the shoe for what it is. No matter how it is that you got it or obtained it, you love it. If you love the Travis Scott OG highs, right, the mochas, then you love that shoe. And if you love it because it's a replica or a retail, then you don't actually love the shoe. You love the clout that comes with whatever it is that you're you're looking for. And so I truly believe that community is a part of it. And replica sneakers, while there are, is, of course, a lot of toxicity there. And it's the same kind of toxicity that exists in the retail market as well. There's so much hate that gets thrown around about what people like, what people don't like, you know, what kind of flaws people have, what kind of shoes people are willing to wear. And there is a lot of hate there. But I think at its core, one of the things that it has created and that has come out of today's sneaker market is the fact that people are there because they mutually love the same thing. They want to be able to get it. They want to be able to wear it. 
And to them, that's really the most important thing. And I think in the retail market, there is one company to me that stands out above all that is trying to do this. And it's a company that I'm actually a member of and have been a member of since I believe 2018, maybe 2019, I can't remember, but it's been a while. And that is Soul Savvy. So if anybody is not familiar with Soul Savvy, if you've watched things like Wear Tester's channel, you've heard a lot about it. I'm pretty sure Sean Go talks about it a lot. I, I think they're both members or at least are friends with the people that have created it. But the idea is they created Soul Savvy as a means to be able to get shoes for retail. But the one thing that makes them stand out, first of all, there's no bots involved. It's all about information and manual copying, knowing where things are coming, knowing how things are looking in terms of you know stock and so forth. And what you are paying for is a couple of things. You're of course paying for insider information, which is very, very helpful. But in a lot of ways, you're, you're paying to be a part of a community. You're paying to be a part of a group of people and a group of individuals, many of whom you may, ne- you may never meet who love the same thing as you do. And as a member of this group, I've seen so many great things, so many great stories over the years of people helping each other out. When there's a release coming up that maybe some people aren't interested in. However, there are people who are interested, but they have to work, or maybe they have something coming up that's going to prevent them from being as at the ready at these releases. Because that's one thing you need to know. If you want to cop anything retail, you have got to be ready to go. It's not just a matter of having an app or having, you know, a computer up. You have to know everything that you need to get this, to make this successful because there's so many backdoors and everything. And I'm certainly not going to go into any of that because that's what the membership is for. But my point is, is you have to really know what you're doing and you have to be prepared. And for me, somebody like me, if there's a lot of releases that happen at, say, at midnight or overnight or something like that, I am not the kind of person who's going to stay up to do that. And so I know that about myself, but there are a lot of people who are willing to do that and it provides that ability to do it. However, the sense of community is what really is important. And one thing that I have noticed is that they very much continue to treat the people in their group and in their space as family. That's really, really important in today's market, especially as a consumer. When I go in their their chats and when I go in their forums, I know that no matter how long it's been since I have been a part of the community or since I have spoken in the community, that I will be accepted in the same way because, again, I share the same love for shoes. And I do not ever you know, tout replicas there or anything like that. I'm there because I like the, what they're building. I like to be a part of that. And again, I think it goes back to the idea of being seen, to the idea of being heard, being a part of a community, knowing that the people who are out there, this is their business, right? They're trying to make money off this and make it profitable. And if you've been paying attention, you'll notice that they have a ton of sponsorships already. They're sponsoring with the NBA. They're sponsoring with some of these big time boutiques. And that means something. There's a lot of people who put their their voice behind it like uh, Joe from Complex. I remember one time he popped into the chat and it blew up. But that tells you that the people that have created this company truly care about the people, especially the people that started it. But one of the things that I like most about it is that, again, it goes back to the concept of sneakers being inclusive, sneakers being something that everybody can be a part of. Because if you really think about it, think about the whole entirety of the year. How many sneakers released throughout the entirety of a year? In 2021, it was hundreds and hundreds. And that's insane. It also gives people the opportunity to be able to be a part of it in whatever way that they see fit. I know that for me in 2021, a vast majority of the shoes that have come out have not really appealed to me. But that doesn't mean that they have an appeal to other people. And being able to have the accessibility and have the ability to at least have a a fighting chance to get it. And in conjunction with things like what Union is doing, and I talked about that in the Union episode with bot protection, 
a lot of other boutiques, a lot of other companies are trying to get in on that game because I think the combination of what Soul Savvy is creating, the community around it, right? The love, they're, they're spreading sneaker love as well. Sure, at the end of the day, they're making money. They're collecting a membership fee, but I think it's fine to pay the membership fee because you know what you are getting in return is a true sense of the fact that they appreciate who you are. For instance, if I were to reach out to the creator of it and talk about some of the things that I'm experiencing or any of the people that are up there that are part of the team now, when I started, I think it was only a handful of people that started. Now they have an entire team. They've built this thing globally, but they also do a lot of great work in the community. Every single year in at this time of year, I know that they're making donations to charities. They're really trying to help things out in their community specifically. And I think that's out in the Pacific Northwest as well as out in Canada. And those are awesome things. Those are things that a lot of those other companies are not doing. Those other companies are selling you on the fact that you can get insider information. But what I'm here to tell you is that even with the insider information, it's very, very difficult. This is just the market that we are in now. Sneakers as a whole have become exclusive because it's so difficult to get what you want. That was never the intention of how this was supposed to work. And what we have seen now is resale prices rising and the resale market is crazy. And then we have seen the replica market rising and the replica market is now crazy. And then there's this small niche of people the people that are trying to be a part of Soul Savvy, the people that are a part of Soul Savvy, who are trying to just be sneakerheads. And I think that part of it has been lost for a long time now. What is a true sneakerhead? I call myself a sneakerhead, but if you think about it, I don't have the same lineage as a lot of people. There are so many people that are out there who have been a part of sneakers since they were kids, and I don't share that with them. I do love them today, but I don't share that. To me, being a sneakerhead is about truly appreciating the art of sneakers. It's about appreciating it on your own feet. Again, the craftsmanship, the materials, the design, the inspiration behind it. That doesn't necessarily appeal to everybody in the same way. What appeals to you about one collaboration may not appeal to me about that same collaboration, but that's the beauty of it. And to be a sneakerhead in my mind is to love what's on your feet. If you get compliments, fine. That's fine. It doesn't matter. But you're not wearing it because you want people to recognize you in it. And I think that's what sneakers have become. They have become a symbol of this warped idea of being seen. Like when I go out in public with my shoes on, I don't care if anybody notices what I have on. I say this almost every episode, I feel like. But I truly don't care. I just want to go out and wear what I want to wear. However, if I encounter somebody who recognizes what I have and we can start an organic and mutual conversation about this, then that's a great thing. And that, to me, is what being a sneakerhead is all about. It's loving what's on your feet and sharing that love with other people who share the same mutual interest. And that's what I'm trying to foster here with this podcast. I understand that a lot of you have dedicated your time to a lot of other people. All of those YouTubers out there, all the people that are doing YouTube for replicas and so forth, again, they're all doing great work. They're good people. But at the end of the day, it's because they're being seen and they get a, they get a benefit out of it. And there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But for me, I want to break it down to its simplest element. And, and when I look at Soul Savvy and I look at what they are trying to do or what they are doing, I think it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing because they're bringing as many people together. Again, yes, they're charging a membership fee for that. But in the end, so many of the people that are involved do not even see it that way because they have made real friendships. I've seen relationships blossom from this, romantic relationships. Because you're, you're building an organic community and that community starts online, but then that doesn't mean that it can't spread into in-person interactions, especially knowing that this is a global thing. And really in the United States, I mean, there's people in this from all over the country. 
They have groups for every single area, every single state, and you could meet a lot of these people. And I've seen so many of those things. A couple of the great stories I saw from Soul Savvy during the pandemic were people copying shoes and dropping them off to others, right? And, and staying away, social distancing, understanding that this is what we're doing as a country, but still spreading that kind of love to other people. And that was such a great thing to see that you take the selfishness out of it. I've seen people get lucky and cop something, but then they hear that somebody else really wanted it and for some emotional reason. And I've seen people give those away. These are hugely valuable commodities in today's world, especially if it's an off-white. But to be able to give that away to somebody who you know is going to appreciate it more because there's a, a personal touch to it, that's an awesome thing. And I've seen so many of those stories in this group. And it really warms my heart in a lot of ways. It keeps me going because there's so much negativity around us in everything. And to see Soul Savvy build something true, build something pure. And yes, it's turned into something that is definitely making a lot of money and it's gotten a lot of popularity. But at its core, it's about the original people who were there. It's about the, the human beings that are involved. And I love it. I love that they have a, a, a store that you can go in there and kind of shop with. They give you the opportunity to get things for retail. They do what they can to use their plugs to try and get things for you. Of course, they give you all the information to try and cop manually using, you know, a lot of tips and tricks, but they give you the information. But again, why are they doing it? Every time they post anything about a release that's coming up, I can tell that it's because they want each and every single person to have a fighting chance to get it. And if the, the more cop messages that they see, the more times that they see people have gotten the shoes that they want, I know that it continues to fuel them in their adventure to get resale out of here and to create basically what we had before, to make Soul Savvy not something that is abnormal, but something that is basically what the community is. They're trying to take their community and make the sneaker community that. And I think that that is a great and noble venture. And I wish them luck in that. Um, I will be a part of this group for as long as I can stand it. Mainly, you know, it could come down to finances or what have you. But I love the work that they're doing. So if you are somebody who really wants to be a part of a community, you're somebody who wants to be a part of a community that can help you get retail, join Soul Savvy. I have really, really enjoyed it. Again, the people at the top are not, dis they're not distant from you. It's not like these companies where, you know, with Amazon, we've, we will never interact with Jeff Bezos, right? We will never interact with Phil Knight at Nike. We'll never interact with any of the people that really create these shoes. But it's Soul Savvy. They've created something and have created something from their own personal interests and built it into what it is today. But they still have a very, very, very personal touch in it. They're hands on and they really care about the people. And to me, that is a worthwhile adventure. The money per month doesn't really make a difference. And I think once you're in it and you start seeing those results and you start meeting people, you will also feel the same way. So first episode in the month of December, it's Christmas time, folks, and it's a great, great time of year. This is really the time of year where you should be spending as much time with family as possible. You should be spending the time being as present as possible. This show is only on a once a week cadence. My other shows are on a little bit of a more intense cadence. This month, I'm taking a little bit of a step away. I'm going to do everything once a week because I really want to be more present. I want to be able to spend time with my family, recharge these batteries, and 2022 is going to be a great year for Matty Ice Media. I truly believe that. And I have a lot of things that I want to accomplish and a lot of goals that I have in mind for the new year. So take the time to really interact with somebody in your community, right? Really reach out to somebody in the sneaker community. Tell them you're thinking about them and try to create something real, something true and organic with them. 
And I guarantee you, you won't regret it because these are the kinds of things that stay with us in life. And when we're all in our 50s and 60s and we're all still trying to pull off Jordans, we'll remember the good times. And that's what building a community is all about. So again, reach out to me on all the ways that I talked about, or, you know, at the top of the hour or the top of the show, excuse me. Um, just reach out. I'd love to hear from people. Uh, stay safe, everybody. You know, I will talk to you next week and uh, hug your loved ones. It really means a lot to them. And I know that in the end, it will mean a lot to you. So much love from Matty Ice. Sneaker love. Peace. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Sneaker Love with Matty Ice are those of Matty Ice and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. The Matty Ice Media Network does not condone the purchase or sale of any counterfeit goods. Sneaker Love with Matty Ice is exclusively owned by Matty Ice and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.